This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, and we are back. Hour number two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Richard Battle joining us now. I assume that this is Richard. Richard, how are you, sir? Good afternoon, John. We're doing great. Great. I appreciate it. And sorry for all the you know phone line confusion. That's just the way sometimes things work. So you know how that is. It's no hill for a stepper, as we say. I appreciate you joining us. So, all right, we got a lot to talk about, and this is not in our uh, notes, but we do have a new Speaker of the House uh, as of this moment. Yes, and I think that's exciting. I hope that there will be more progress and accomplishments than we've had recently. And the thing that it's easy for us to overlook, it's been 26 years since we've had a federal budget passed through Congress. And that was one of the big hiccups with the last right. speaker, and I'm hoping this speaker can get that done. All right, so let's get on to our topic, the difference between getting by and getting ahead. Well, and the whole purpose is help people have a more fulfilling and enjoyable life. And so often we get beat down by things in life that we just give up and quit yep. pursuing dreams. And we not only suffer because of that, but our children, our grandchildren, people we influence suffer, and we don't live fulfilled lives. And I think there's so many opportunities and examples for us to look at, and we don't have to become some big superstar, but if we do one more thing than we might otherwise, we have no idea of the influence it may change history yep. with. I, was, I read a book here recently. Uh, Richard, by a guy that's been a big, big uh, sales training uh, uh, individual uh, across the years. And his feeling, and I don't know that I can disagree with it, his feeling is, you know, a lot of times people in business and even coaches and stuff will say, you know, always set attainable, measurable goals. And while that's not bad, and I don't necessarily disagree with that, Richard, this particular individual's feeling is, no, 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 you you got to 10 times that. This measurable goal nonsense is, if that's all you're going to do is set a goal you can achieve, why set the goal in the first place? Set goals you, you, you may never be able to achieve, but at least you're working towards them. And you know what? I don't know that I can disagree with that. No, not at all. And But some of the things that we may experiences our greatest achievements are not even goals themselves. And so we have to look for the opportunities to help and influence people. Agree. And it could be small things today, which mushroom. Uh, the one that I don't have in our notes, and we've talked about it before, uh, and I talked about Sam Houston's honor ring, and I was just reading some today. His mother gave him this ring when he went off to fight in the War of 1812. And it had the word honor in it. And he wore it every day of his life for 50 years. And there is no telling what influence that word honor inside that ring on his finger every day led to Sam Houston, who was the George Washington of Texas, decisions. Hmm. And those decisions affect all of us uh, because he was a potentially president of the United States. And his mother gave him that ring hoping to help him and inadvertently helped people yeah. for now over yeah. 200 That's years. That's right. That's right. Do you feel like, and I know it's in our notes, but I, I would have asked this regardless, mm-hmm. you know, do you feel like people, you know, either A, don't set some of those big goals and really try to achieve things, you know, or maybe don't set any goals at all? Do you feel like they don't because either A, they're just fearful they'll fail 
on the onset, or they've had previous failures and they're sort of like, you know, yeah, I fell down once. I don't want to run again because I might fall down again. I mean, I know that's an exaggeration, but let's face it, Richards. I, 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 Richard, I should say, I, I do feel like that fear of failure holds a lot of people back. Oh, yes, fear of failure and the experience of failure. And then we have our friends and family a lot of times, which will compound that with discouragement. Remember what happened last time you did that? (laughs) The people we see that really succeed are ones who overcome that and have persevered despite it. And sometimes they may have failed in one field, and they learn from that failure and go succeed in a different one. So just one failure or a series of failures does not mean that we're going to fail in life. And I love Churchill's quote, success is never final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage Hmm. to continue that counts. I think, at least from my opinion, those folks that achieve and do succeed at things, because there are a lot of encouragers around, but there's also a lot of naysayers. And I think, Richard, and maybe this is a book you should write is I think what those people have learned to do through the years is, number one, accept that, uh, that influence from folks that are the encouragement and drowned out in their own mind those that are not. Absolutely, uh, because we can't do anything positive with a negative attitude, and anyone that's around us with a negative attitude or influences us negatively, we need to get away from. Yep, and they, they, they are... They are dream, not dream catchers, uh, Richard. They are dream killers. <laughs> there, is, there is no doubt. And so we've got to find people that can feed our efforts and encourage us to persevere through those trials and tribulations and to learn from them because they're great learning experiences, which we can have help us in many facets of our lives. And we're all going to fail periodically in our lives. The question is, how many times do we get back up and succeed despite the failure versus just backing off and just taking what we're given and getting by day by day until we leave this planet? It's in my notes, and I think it's very true. Number one, success is not final, nor do I believe it ever is. I also don't necessarily believe, Richard, that success is a journey. There's successes along the way, and you need to continue to have them. But none of them are final. And by the way, failure is not fatal either. Absolutely. And and one of the things I think that can happen is people can achieve something early, and that's what they hang their hat on for the rest of their lives. If you think back yep. to Al Bundy and the yep. Married with TV, yep. Married with Children show, uh, he relived his high school football career his whole life. And people are like that, Mm. whereas I think we need, all of us need to take successes and say, hey, that's great, and I'm really grateful for it. What can we do now to use this as a stepping stone to achieve even greater successes and positively help more people? And and I want to make sure that we're clear on this, and I also understand this fully. Success or the achievement of success does not mean or necessarily mean, sometimes it does, but there's really no such thing as perfection, Richard. You know, if you're looking for that perfect whatever, it's not going to exist. There's flaws in everything. And you have a great quote in here by Vince Lombardi. What is it? Well, he said to his team, gentlemen, we will chase perfection, and we will chase it relentlessly, knowing all the while we can never attain it. But along the way, we shall catch excellence. Yeah, perfect. And, and, and I like that word, key. excellence, over perfection. Yes, because none of us can be perfect. Uh, right. Despite me going out to try to play golf once every few months, I'll think I'm Jack Nicholas, and I get disappointed if it's not a perfect shot. <laughs> we're, we're not going to make every shot. Perfect. And by the way, neither was all of his. <laughs> no. And so that's where if we allow the pursuit of perfection to discourage us, Mm. from pursuing goals, that's one thing. If we allow the pursuit of perfection to help school us to attaining excellence, that's something different. And I do think, Richard, and, you, and I think you know what I'm going to say here next, which is you know, we live in a society today where we have really kind of ruled out perfection. We've ruled out success. Those are not achievable at all. We don't even talk about it hardly anymore. We don't teach our young people that, which, by the way, I think we're in grave danger of having 
uh, the opposite start to happen, which is that, you know, there's no motivation now to go do anything. So I by no means am saying, listen, folks, you know, yes, we, we need to continue to, you know, uh, go after perfection, achieve excellence at the same time, have big goals, go after those goals, because otherwise, Richard, you, you end up with this, which, by the way, is, I think, what communism wants. You just end up with this mediocrity across the board, which then everybody's miserable in. Well, that's exactly uh, correct. It's it's soul stealing is the way I describe it. That's right. It. That's right. And it, it frustrates me that our media culture and politicians discourage our young people in attaining goals. Hmm. And when I was flying back home last weekend, I was I saw a guy across the aisle from me, an adult, and he was watching one of these Marvel cartoon movies, and they're fine. But to me, I would much rather see something about an American who achieved something who helped people, who contributed to his community, true stories. And we have so many of them over our mm-hmm. history, yep. and most young people are unaware of that. Good point. And to me, a, a true American story is much more inspiring than some made-up superhero Agree. who's not real. You've got a couple of examples, or several, I should say, in our notes about you know folks that accepted, or how should I say this? They accepted where they were at, but they refused to accept what they were given, and in turn, they relentlessly pursued happiness, their dreams, you could say, and they lived great lives. Well, yes, and uh, one was a guy named Paul Alexander. He's in Dallas, Texas. I first learned of him in 1986 when he was admitted to the bar of the state of Texas. And that wasn't unusual, but he was in an iron lung. Wow. He'd been in one at that time about 30 years. Wow. Well, update this year, he's still in an iron lung, one of the few people in the country. And he has got this will to live and a will to hmm. excel in life. He practiced law for many years. He, he, had to, he went through high school, went through college, went through law school. He had to hold... A, uh, pencil in his teeth and use the the eraser to turn pages of his book so he could study, but he did not allow being in an iron lung to wow. deter him from achieving goals. And when I see someone like that, it makes me think, if he can do that, I can do one more thing than I've done so far. Amen. Uh, what, give us one other example, then I'll let you go, Richard. Gosh, Viktor Frankl, man's search for meaning, lived in the concentration camps in Nazi Germany. He was a psychologist, and he said that people with positive attitudes lived longer than the ones with negative attitudes. Mm. And his quote was, the last of human freedoms, the ability to choose one's attitude, especially an attitude of gratitude in a given set of circumstances, especially in difficult circumstances. Mm. And he knew. Mm. Good one. Richard, as always, appreciate it. And for all of you listening, Richard has a lot of books and things on his website about all the different things we talk about weekly, richardbattle.com. Richard, I enjoy speaking with you. God bless you. Thank you for all you do for us, sir. My pleasure. Thank you, and God bless America. Have a great night, Richard, and I appreciate him so much. Roof Savers of Colorado is coming up next. Also appreciate Dave Hart. He is a guy that anytime I have a roof issue at all, even just basic inspections, he's the guy that I call, get things taken care of, and Dave is a guy that will make sure that you are taken care of. That's Roof Savers of Colorado, 303-710-6916. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, We here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready forever Colorado throws its way. Affordable interest mortgage, anything that comes to, when it comes to a mortgage, Kurt's got an answer for, and there's lots of different programs available. 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. 
Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Premier Home Remodels, and I just talked to Wade a moment ago. He was texting back and forth talking about how our education system, by the way, uh, creates some of the things that we were just talking about with Richard a moment, a moment ago. They are not pushing our kids towards lofty goals. And, Wade, you are 100% correct. And that's Wade from Premier Home Remodels. Anything you need when it comes to remodeling, please give Wade a call today. Find him at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels will bring your outdated, empty nester home into the 21st century. Your children have moved out and you're ready to give a facelift to your impractical bathroom, turning it into a beautiful and complete master suite. Your original tile and 70s bathtub are out of date, and it's time to create the space you have always dreamed of. You want something more functional and enjoyable, and Premier will help you achieve this. Soaking in that new spacious tub will take away your stress of the day. And Premier knows the longer you wait to remodel, the more costly the remodel will be down the road, as costs are only going to increase. Premier's expert design team communicates with you throughout the entire process and works within your budget while completing your perfect master suite, making it your own. Don't wait to remodel your bathroom. Do it now with Premier Home Remodels by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. All right, there's a suspension uh, special right now at Geno's Auto Service, but also they'll just help you get ready for winter, which is just around the corner. Genosautoservice.com. Don't forget, Geno starts with a J. Geno's Auto Service is promoting a smooth ride with special savings on struts. Your struts play a big part in the handling of your vehicle and the comfort in your ride. This month, purchase two Napa Quick Struts and earn a $50 prepaid Visa card. Purchase four Napa Quick Struts and you'll receive a $150 prepaid Visa card. Updating and replacing struts are important to the structure holding your tires, the brakes, and steering system. Geno's is celebrating 40 years in business, serving Colorado families in Littleton. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000 miles peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Enjoy a smooth ride and get either a $50 or $150 prepaid Visa card with a new strut purchase. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. That's Geno's with a J. Visit us online at genosautoservice.com. putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it very much. And we have a new Speaker of the House. As of, I was watching his acceptance speech around noon today, so I believe that all went through just prior to that. I just happened to catch uh, sort of the middle of the speech, which I was, you know, impressed, I guess you could say. Seems like a very... Nice individual. I do not know a lot about him. I did a little bit of research on him this morning. He is a solid, openly Christian individual. Uh, Donald Trump was, you know, backing him up this morning. Most people were. Uh, he is actually, since ADF is a big sponsor of ours on the National Crawford Roundtable, uh, Mike Johnson was actually a lead attorney for ADF for a number of years. Uh, he's been in the House since 2016. Uh, you don't hear much about him, but he's actually... Uh, and I believe I looked this up today and it was correct, Louisiana in his district, he wins by the highest majority of votes of any representative, On at least on the conservative side, it may be altogether, but on the conservative side especially, he wins by the highest margin of anybody that we have in the House. So he's very well liked among his constituents. He is, and he said this today in his acceptance speech, the first Speaker of the House from Louisiana. There's never been one prior. 
So he, of course, in his state is very proud of that. And again, I don't know much about Mike Johnson. My only concern, and it is, it is a concern, because I don't know him, and I don't know much about what he's done leadership-wise in the party, my biggest concern is, and I'm sure he'll figure it out because he'll have people around him that can help, but he has to fundraise as well. It's one thing everybody forgets about with the Speaker of the House. It's not just running the House and all the things that happen in the order of and so on. It's, of course, putting people on committees and getting all that dialed in as well. But on top of that, they spend 100 or so days a year running around having speeches and raising money for the party. It's what they do. And I think we need to remember that. Now, will he be able to do that? I, after listening to him today, and Charlie watched his speech as well, and good speaker, he's smooth. Uh, I didn't hear any, you know, again, he's, he's been an attorney, or he is an attorney, I should say, but that's, that's what he spent the majority of his life doing. He's very smooth. He's easy to listen to. What's that, Charlie? Yeah, smooth in a good way. And what I mean by that is, you know, we hear some politicians, Obama was this way. If you took Obama off the teleprompter, that guy couldn't say a sentence without having 15 ahs and uhs in it. That was Obama. Oh, 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 that's just what he did. Not this guy. And he was not on any kind of teleprompter. He was, I felt like today, Charlie, just speaking from the heart, giving a speech about his wife who couldn't be there because this was this vote came so quickly there was no way for her to get there in time talked about his kids talked talked about all of the kids that are a part of you know the senate and the house and how frankly they live a life most people don't know anything about because frankly it's probably not as glamorous for them as you might think it is he explained all of that in his speech and again did all of this just in a very Heartfelt way. I was actually I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I didn't have any expectations because I just don't know the individual. But is he a good? Is he as good of a speaker in regards to presenting things as anybody else that we've had? Uh, actually, probably more so, to be honest with you. Now, Jim Jordan, great speaker, no problem with him whatsoever. McCarthy, uh, he was a good speaker as well. He's you know got the gift of, of gab, the silver tongue, whatever you want to call it. There's been others, though, that have been in D.C. that, again, I mentioned Obama a moment ago. Without a teleprompter, that guy couldn't ha- hardly do a sentence. Get him, off, get, a, get him off prompter, and he was awful. Yeah, he's really a good orator as long as there's something in front of him. But off, off, to- you know, off topic or off script, not so. I was impressed today with how Mike spoke. Now, what I'm shocked at is the simple fact that he even said today that he is an openly you know, devout Christian, Thank the Lord, talked about how him and his wife were praying about all of this. On and on he went, and I was absolutely shocked that he's the speaker. I, I, I don't really have any other thing to say, folks. I, I mean that sincerely. I, I really felt like there'd be a lot more opposition to somebody, especially from the left, who's you know openly a devout Christian. So I guess miracles still do happen at times. Now... All that being said, we talk about this on the roundtable. You can listen tonight between 6 and 7. Am I still upset with Matt Gates? Yes, absolutely. It's worked out. Not really, I don't think, even the way Matt thought it would. Just goes to show you that there's other folks in control besides the fools like Matt Gates. And yes, I call Matt a fool because anybody that goes into something without a plan is a fool. Scripture says so. And he's a fool. And I don't look at him today as a hero by any stretch of the imagination. We dodged a bullet is how I look at this. We dodged a bullet. I don't see this. I mean, it's a win when it's all said and done, but, but this was not planned, and we're lucky to be here. And I'll say it just like that. I'm still not happy with Matt Gates because I'm never happy with somebody that gives this much disruption that had no plan in the first place as to how it was going to work out. Now, Matt's going to come out and say, oh, I just told you it all work out. Yeah, sure you did, you putz. He had no idea. It's worked out, and we'll see how much better it keeps speaking. I just don't know any of his background, but I'm trusting that things will go well. He is now 
goals and some measures, and he did some things today in regards to even laying some of that out and what needs to happen, how much work we have yet to do, how much we owe the, you know, how much we owe the American public, you know, how much the House does, I should say, what they owe the American public, what all they need to get accomplished and done, and so on. He knows the task that's at hand. I also appreciated that about him in his speech today, which, again, just off the cuff. I don't think he had anything written out and prepared. He just spoke from his heart, and I was very impressed with that. So, Mike Johnson, a representative from Louisiana, he is your new Speaker of the House as of this morning. Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor. And whatever you need when it comes to reverse mortgages, please give Bruce a call today. He'd love to chat with you. 303-467-7821. A reverse mortgage is not the impossibility you once thought. If you're properly prepared, KLZ's reverse mortgage expert, Bruce Simmons, can uniquely provide the expertise and allow you to live a more financially comfortable lifestyle in your retirement. By calling Bruce to help you get this going now, you can move forward before additional rate increases take effect, and he can always help you go back and get more money when interest rates start to ease. Don't assume. Call the expert we trust for real and honest advice about your reverse mortgage. Call Bruce Simmons today at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at KLZ. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, make sure that you have a plan that's in place, and Al will help keep you in check when it comes to that plan. Find Al today at klzradio.com. Independent of each other, insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Level Engineering, find out if solar is right for you, 303-378-7537. Alan Davis understands how important energy independence is, and he wants you to know how to kick the power company to the curb, worrying about outages and the cost of extreme changes in the unforgiving Colorado climate creates anxiety. Creating your own power gives you peace of mind. No utilities to supply your power. You own the power plant, so you won't have surprise fluctuations in the bill because it's hot or cold outside. Say goodbye to surprise power bills eating into your lifestyle. Alan Davis of Level Engineering has the solution. For those of you that are in business, make sure that you are guarded on all fronts, not just with your cameras for the outside and your alarm for people breaking in, but make sure that the hackers that are out there trying to Get inside your business. That doesn't happen. John- Hacker enters a company's private network through an employee's home computer. The cost of ransomware and the associated loss of reputation from these attacks can cripple your business. John Kanata, the cyber guy, will protect your business and your customers from these bad actors. He and his team know the complex and ever-changing world of cybersecurity. They'll monitor your systems and protect your business from security threats around the clock. And they can do it at a price that works with your small business budget. Wondering if your business is vulnerable to the latest threats? Talk to John the Cyber Guy today to find out what they can do to properly protect your business. Go to klzradio.com slash cyber or call 720 Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. We are back. Sunny Cutcher joining us now. Sunny, welcome. How are you this week? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Young Americans Against Socialism. For those of you listening, that's where Sonny is from. And Sonny, you sent me a, because I can't really believe I'm reading this. And maybe that's, I think that's the right way for me to say it. This is a real email distributed at an Asian studies class at UC Berkeley. And I'm actually offended reading this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite shocking. Uh, I, it shouldn't be, as we've seen so many True. crazy things. And I'm sure, you know, as the weeks go on, I, the more I see on the Internet uh, does not bring me any more faith and hope in, in our younger generation and our society. Um, I mean, I even saw another one where they were projecting, you know, phrases like glory to our martyrs on their buildings, you know, mm. in reference to the right. Palestinian Israel conflict and whatnot. And so this one. The students saying that they are offering extra credit um, to for if students go and attend the walkout, which would I guess infer that they are you know walking out of their classes to protest uh, the quote settler colonial occupation of Gaza, 
or they could watch a short documentary, which was linked, or they even are asking the students to take action and call or email their local California representative. And doing any of these things will count as a field trip. Uh, so I guess maybe they need field trips to, for their class or an extra five points in that category for their grade. So yes, and, and they can let the professor know what they choose. And it's just so wild. And then they also said that she, she said that they were going to spend some time talking about Palestinian history in relation to concepts like colonialism, imperialism, and third world solidarity. I'm having a really hard time wrapping my head around how the Palestinian slash Israeli conflict, which is what it's been, and you know your history as well as I, Sonny, this has been going on for a very long time, and I saw something the other day, there was a meme of an American Indian that said something along the lines of, uh, something like, uh, yeah, we, you know, we, we took some, something about, you know, we, how should I say this? Something about basically how we took the Indians' land and inferring that to Israel taking the land of, of Gaza and or the fact that Israel wasn't there in the first place, so why should they have, you know, a home state? Something along those lines. And anytime I hear that, I think to myself, okay, first of all, let's back up. And I know a lot of people don't want to do this, but you got to go all the way back to biblical times and look at everything that happened, what God handed out, the promised land, and so on. And I'm not going to get a Sunday school lesson going here, but really, uh, Sonny, this is things that are taught on, at least when I was a kid, and I'm old, so you'll know what I mean in a moment, but I learned all of this on a flannel board. And Charlie, I believe, probably did as well. And those of you that don't know what a flannel board is because you're so young, go look it up. But Sonny, I learned about all of this stuff and even the map of Israel on a flannel board because it's biblical history. That's how long this has been going on and how long Israel has been there. Absolutely. And I do think people have selective, uh, you know, memory when it comes to how far you want to go back and what parts of the story you want to remember and, and, and you know, extrapolate information from and that is one of the most frustrating parts of this whole situation and i also think it's really important to note that even going back to the biblical times jews and arabs israelites and arabs uh muslims christians you know at that time when there were all these different religions they're all living peacefully together so it's kind of it's like if we want to move forward, if there are solutions for these conflicts, because, you know, how many times can you go back and forth with people who don't agree on the story of of who had the land first? You know what I'm saying? Like, how many well, yeah, times and, and this one to me is, I mean, again, I know people don't believe the Bible, they don't believe Scripture, but I think you can just go back historically, artifacts, things along those lines. I mean, there's so many people in Israel in the Middle East today that are, you know, doing geological digs that, frankly, just continue to prove the Bible over and over again. Again, you, you, you know this. I don't have to tell you anything, Sonny. Uh, at, the, at the end of the day, uh, the fact is, it's Israel's land. I believe, in my heart, it was God-given land because he promised it to them. And, frankly, the land they're occupying isn't even what God promised them as the promised land. But re- regardless, it's their land. They didn't start this war. The folks, you know, from Hamas actually started it, and now they're having the repercussions of doing so, and I don't have much sympathy. And that's the difficult part about this is that when you really research, you know, these values, if you want to call them, of Hamas and what their charter says, I mean, they're not interested. And I was actually just reading this last night. They are not interested in a two-state solution. No, they, they don't believe they, – they, they teach their kids in school currently, and you've said this before, Sonny, they don't even believe Israel as a state. They teach their kids it doesn't exist. Precisely. And they, they say there is no negotiation or conversation Correct. or anything that will resolve this conflict for us. The only thing that will resolve it is for us to take our land back. And so that is really the problem. And the the thing that I would like to, you know, stress is that the people that are now in America who are saying or have been saying free Palestine for, you know, for years, they are, this is like straight from the Marxist playbook. That's right. What they're doing universities saying like we're going to offer you extra credit to go do you know to go do things that are you know in in protest of the occupation it's like first of all you're where are you getting this information from you're literally manipulating your students to get free points to do something that you believe in that like is not even based on any factual information and it's 
it's just all of those tactics to get people to bend to what they want you to believe. And when you see these protests going on, I mean, the violence and the chaos, and it's just, it really reminds me of, you know, all of these different riots that have yeah. gone on, the BLM, Antifa, yeah. this is what it's, it's doing. And they're unfortunately taking advantage of young people who, for the most part, I want to believe genuinely don't want innocent death or, you know, death or, or, or like, you know, warfare to be taking place. But it's just, it's, it's unfortunate that these kids are getting swept up in, in this ideology because they just want to do something that's right. But then I also see videos of people saying things like everything Hamas does is justified. No. <laughs> like if you are at a point in your life where no. you can't even admit that just that what yep. raping and behind children is wrong period there's yep. no that's right there's not well, and, and, and Sonny, we, we, we can go down the, we can go down this path i mean i get people that text in from both sides of the aisle because i've got both sides of the aisle that listen of course a lot more conservative folks than the other side but the other side will, will text me and message me and so on and so far i haven't seen number one a factual historically backed up theory or or thought i should say in regards to why you know, Gaza and Hamas could even do what they did in the first place. So I'm going to get that out, you know, we get that right out in the open. Those of you that are listening on the other side of the aisle, you have not sent me anything factual that can be backed up and proven. I mean, Sonny, I've heard everything from it was is it was the Israelis that funded Hamas in the first place and put them in power. I mean, these are the lunacy ideas that are coming out of the other side. I mean, unfortunately, there is probably so much nefarious activity that we just don't even know about. And, you know, I there is a there is a sense of understanding that, you know, there has been funding on both sides of wars for of a very long time. And I do feel that the Arab world uses Palestine as a bartering tool. Yes, they do. To create a wedge for the glo- for the for global politics to always have a reason to fight Israel, first of all, and yep. also fight the West. Yep. And that is how they yep. continue to I can't money. disagree with that at all. You are 100% correct. Now, I also will tell you that even though I don't have any proof, and I don't know that anybody does, that either the U.S. or Israel or, or any other Western country has funded Hamas, indirectly, we just funded all of this, by the way. So a lot of this blood is on our hands as a nation. That's a whole other conversation, Sonny, because what we did with Iran and relief, releasing money and what we left in Afghanistan and on and on we go. I mean, yeah, we have a big part in this as far as all of this is going. But for somebody to be out there and not understand basic history as to how all of this has worked through thousands of years and just all of a sudden come along and say, oh, it's because of colonialism that Israel has that land in the first place. Nothing could be farther from the truth. Right. And it's, I mean, Jews are like, we are Semitic people, you know, to say that Jews are just Europeans that came over and settled. I mean, you just don't have it. No, you are. I mean, again, I, I hate to be so Sunday school basic, but I, I think, Sonny, maybe we have to be. I mean, maybe these are some of the things that we just have not taught through the years, whether it be in the church, definitely hasn't happened in the school. But, yeah, the Jewish nation is its own people, and partly why God established a lot of the rules and regulations clear back in the Old Testament was to establish a pure bloodline, knowing that our Savior Jesus Christ would come from that bloodline, from the loin of David, is where Christ would come from. It was important for God to keep that pure, and to keep it pure and holy even after that. And so many people, Sonny, have forgotten that thing I just said. Absolutely, and that Salvation right wouldn't exist without what I just said. Yep, and I that right there is the crux of this entire situation because Jerusalem is what they're fighting after. That's right. Jerusalem is city, and that is where this always leads back to, and that is why we are in a spiritual war, and that is yep. why you see these conflicts playing out and they never get resolved because it's always after Jerusalem, and until... God has his judgment, it, we will not see an end to that conflict, unfortunately. No. I mean, and and I just want to, I want to throw something at you, because I know you guys are working on curriculum and so on about socialism and all that. I, I'm going to throw something at you guys, and maybe you've already thought about it. If you had, good for you. If you haven't, I'm going to throw this at you. You need an entire section 
based upon Sunday school lessons of what I just said, that, that really, I'm guessing the average person walking the streets of America have no idea what I just said a few minutes ago. Yeah, and that's because they've taken God out of everything. I mean, that, no offense, those are lesson plans in and of itself in what you guys are doing at Young Americans Against Socialism. Yeah, no, yeah, this is a great idea. I mean, a lot of people need to know because that is another one of one of their tactics, right? Take God out of the school, take God out of the family, everything. So that and that is because if you don't have God, you don't have an understanding of what that's right. what, what the story of humanity is and what you know what well, is God is doing in our on our earth. And I think it's why you know I as a Gentile owe how do I say this? Oh, so much to the Jewish nation, knowing that my Savior came from that line. It's why I think a lot of us, especially American Christians, believe so heavily in what's going on over there and are on the side of Israel because we know what I just said is true, because without all of that, we're not saved. Right. Absolutely. We owe a debt of gratitude. I mean, I I don't know any other way to say it, Sonny. We owe a debt of gratitude. That's just how it works. That was beautifully said. And I think that's what, you know, that is hopefully what brings people together, what unites people, because it is, it is the story. It always goes back to to Jerusalem, right? Like, that's God's glorified city. That's right. That is the city. The city on a hill. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Sonny, thank you. Thanks for all that you're doing and not telling you guys how to run things by any means. It's a suggestion to throw out, because I do think there's a lot of folks out there that don't understand some of the basic foundational things that even we as Christians believe in and why we're so big on making sure Israel does the things they need to do to survive because it's all a part, in my, in my belief, it's all a part of God's plan. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, entirely speaking. And I, and I do think that it has, you know, what you're talking about, what, what, what you just said is, is separate from, you know, the Israeli government and the, the governments of the West and of right. the modern civilization that have been created that you may not agree with policies, you know what I mean? But right. at the end of the day, we're talking about land, we're talking about the spirit of Israel, we're That's talking right. about God's promise. That's right. It has nothing to do with, you know, the governments and nope. all of this glue that we've laid on top of everything, you know, this is a spiritual war, and that's really that's right. what we have to focus on. You're right. I do think that's a great suggestion. Okay. So we'll definitely have to talk about <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> well, we'll keep chatting as we always do. Sonny, I appreciate it very much. Thanks for all you guys are, you know, for what all you guys are doing. Let folks again know how they can find you. You can go to educatefreedom.org. We're super excited because we're getting closer to releasing our Intro to Socialism curriculum guide, so you can sign up to be notified when this gets released. And it's going to have five lessons, a guide for parents, a student workbook, videos to supplement the lessons. And we're just really excited because we think it's going to be so valuable for parents and educators and children, of course, uh, older than eight years old, we suggest, uh, because of the topic. Uh, But... uh, to really have conviction surrounding these topics and really understand how it applies to their life. And so you can go to educatefreedom.org or find us on Instagram at educatefreedom. Awesome. Sonny, thank you as always. Appreciate you very much. Of course. Thank you. Have you a bet. great one. Have a great night. Appreciate it. Again, Young Americans Against Socialism. High five plumbing, folks. Anything you need when it comes to plumbing. And please make sure you've got everything dialed in as we have cold weather coming in over the weekend. If you need help with that, high five plumbing is there. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You're a go-getter who's looking for a new challenge with a company that values people, and High Five has you covered. High Five Plumbing is growing, and they have an immediate need for administrative, finance, and marketing staff members at their corporate office in Golden, Colorado. Take a look inside High Five's gorgeous new headquarters, and you'll see a company who takes care of its people with generous pay, benefits, and perks. High Five's leaders, Cassie and Levi, know that if they take care of their employees, then their employees will take care of their customers. And that's why they offer full medical, dental, and vision to employees and their families, as well as flexible schedules and plenty of paid time off. High Five hosts corporate events, sports outings, and other events because they truly value their work family and the culture that they have built at High Five Plumbing. And High Five also has you covered with t-shirts, jackets, hats, and more with High Five gear that Cassie and Levi give to their employees as a thank you. So come join the winning team at High Five Plumbing by going to klzradio.com plumbing and let them know that you're interested.
Dr. Scott Faulkner, chair, uh, sorry, Castle Rock Cryotherapy.com is his website. You can schedule an appointment at 303-663-6990. And Scott will be with me tomorrow, taking the place of Dr. Kelly between uh, 3 and 4 o'clock. So please tune in then and ask questions if need be. But Dr. Scott Faulkner, he is your, uh, again, anti-medical cartel doctor. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, make sure that furnace is ready to go. You may have already been turning it on, but if you need to make sure things are ready to go, tuned up, or you're looking for an upgrade, give Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning a call. 25 months of no interest financing as well. KLZRadio.com. Becoming a member of Cub Creek Heating and AC saves you money and helps ensure your maintenance is done on time. Proper servicing means your furnace and AC will last longer and run 50% more efficiently, reducing your AC or heating bill and preventing costly repairs to an overburdened system. Becoming a member of Cub Creek also means you save 10% on service and you'll enjoy priority scheduling. As we approach winter, appointments can pile up, but as a member, you'll move to the front of the line and avoid wait lists. Cub Creek's membership makes it easy because they'll notify you and schedule the maintenance for you. This is the best way to catch problems early. The biggest benefit to being a member comes when there's an HVAC emergency. Cub Creek will already know what equipment you have and can get it working again much faster. Have peace of mind year-round by contacting the Ream Certified Pro Partners at Cub Creek Heating and AC at klzradio.com HVAC. Is the cost of replacing your old copier with a new one a shock to your budget? I'm Josh, a technician with Business Equipment Service. We specialize in premium, like-new copiers and printers that have had very minimal usage. They look like new, they work like new, and are backed by our 12-month performance warranty. It's as new as you can get without the box. At Business Equipment Service, you don't get less, you just pay less. Check us out at BESofColorado.com. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, fast day today. I got one more break to squeeze in here, so I will not talk long. And you can tell our phone lines are back up and running, and they're sort of uh, hit and miss. But right now we've got them, and we're thankful for that. It makes things a lot easier uh, on my end, by the way, when they're working. So we'll be able to take some calls here, hopefully, during the last hour as well. We've got a couple of school board members that will be joining us here at 5 o'clock, don't forget, a lot of you, by the way, have ballots uh, that you, in my case, I filled mine out this morning. I'm in unincorporated Jeffco, so I only had like, I don't know, I had like two school board positions and two propositions, and that was it. So my my ballot was like minimal. Some of you probably have a lot more if you live in cities and so on, but those have dropped. And the reason why we want to have some of these candidates on is you may be looking through some of these. I Today, in my area, I had to go through and do some research on who am I voting for and who am I not? Because I didn't know any of the names. Now, I'll just give you a little tip. When I look up school board members' names, and one of the very first sentences says, endorsed by the teachers' union, that's an automatic no for me. I don't have to go look up anything else about that particular school board member when I know they're endorsed by the teachers' union. That's an automatic no for me because they are on the other side automatically. So, Little tip for those of you when you're out looking at some of these things and you're running through your ballot and there's going to be a lot of different school board positions and so on that you'll find on ballots. And I will just, again, quick tip for me, if you're doing any kind of research and one of the endorsements is a teacher's union, it's a no-go. And if in my case, I had one particular 
uh, you know, two different members to vote for. In one case, there was three. The other case, there was only two. One of them was endorsed by the teachers union. I didn't even look up the other person. At that point, I don't honestly, I don't care. If one is and the other isn't, the other one's going to get my vote automatically because they're not endorsed by the teachers union, which basically means uh, they're not getting their vote. So I want them because I don't want anything to do with the teachers union at all. So just a little tip as you're researching some of these folks and you're looking through your ballot and so on, you may recognize the name and think, oh, I think that's a pretty good person. Well, if they're endorsed by the teachers union, in my opinion, if somebody wants to, you know, counter that with me, be my guest. But in my opinion, that's an automatic no-go. I feel like we've already got far too many things going awry in the public school system that are the fault of the teachers union in the first place. I do not want a candidate that's endorsed by them. I'll talk more about that probably uh, either down the road or at five o'clock when we interview our, our guests then. American National Insurance is next, by the way. Paul Lewinberger, my good friend, wants to help you with all of your insurance needs and he can review what you have now, figure out ways to help you save money show you how to save money. He has unique ways to make that happen, and every situation is unique. 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, we're back, 30 seconds or so less left, and... You know, one thing I need to mention as well, I talked about, uh, you know, Mike Johnson. He was a lead attorney for ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom, who's a big sponsor of ours, by the way, on the National Crawford Roundtable. And I say it all the time on the roundtable, and I mean it sincerely. If you're a business owner and you're not donating to ADF, shame on you. You should be. Everything they're doing, especially in the business community, in some way, shape, or form will come back to help you that are business owners. We as business owners should be helping them every way we possibly can. This is one where you got to listen. Go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net, okay? CrawfordMediaGroup.net. Then click on the ADF button and donate. Don't go directly to ADF, please. It's the tracking and so on of how all this works. We want to get the credit for this because we're saying this. So go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net, click on ADF, and donate there. We'll be back. Hour number three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.